Welcome back to episode 241 of the IO panel. I am today's host, James. With me, as always, my two bosom buddies, best pals, uh, A1 Boone Coons, uh, Mike Mm. and Evan. Uh, Excited to be back this week on schedule for episode 241, December 5th, 1997, 2021. This is me showing excitement for all of those uh, uh, auditory sensitive folks out there. There we Mm -hmm. go. Anno Domini, or CE. In the year 2000! Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very exciting stuff. All right. Uh, yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be on schedule. Uh, hopefully, this show will be out on time today. So that should be good for everybody who's listening uh, on the sixth. Maybe who can we'll say? See. We who may never say. know. Who might come say? out uh, the first of January. Who knows? Happy. In case that's so, happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Merry New Year's, Christmas. everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, we're covering all the bases. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, let's uh, let's 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 do the catch-ups. Uh, Michael, how you been, man? Oh, okay. Well, I've been all right. You know, no longer living in a box. No longer fighting the shakes. Look at that! So, it comes are... full circle. Full circle. There you go. <laughs> uh, point of personal privilege. You are still living in a box, however, not as cramped. Of a yep. box. Well, true. That is true. Um, you know, things are things are going okay. Mm-hmm. Going to be living in a new apartment soon. By the time this episode airs, um, <laughs> be, <laughs> be moving into the new apartment. So, so that'll be good on the top floor. That way, if you jump off the balcony, it's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, you know you don't want you don't so, want any question when it comes to that. And uh, yeah. actually, that brings up a, a good talking point that I will get to near the end of the show. So keep that oh, in mind. Oh, okay. Um, went to. I have something something else to talk about later in the show that relates to yesterday. But uh, related to yesterday, separately, uh, we went to furniture shopping. Romantic. So, yes, very. Uh, went to Ashley, right? Went to Value City Furniture. That's right. Which, man, that is way more expensive than I thought it would be, based on the name. Right, Um, yeah. I mean, me having never been to one and not knowing what it was, you know. I guess I got certain expectations. Looking for a sectional? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. We're so get this. So initially, the thought was, oh, we'll get two love seats, right? Because mm-hmm. ap- according to James, we'll never be in the living room, which may or may not be true. Well, you got you're gonna take a nap in there. You better get a real couch. Well, so I mentioned, well, what if we have someone over? And they need to spend the night. Where are they going to sleep? They're going to sleep in a love seat, you know. So at the minimum, they need to sprawl out on a couch, you know. I, I would suggest a decent quality air mattress. Well, okay, that's another I mean, option, I guess. Air mattress is something we could always do. I never thought, you know, and in my defense, sorry, Mike, I never thought. I didn't think about sleeping. I was just like, we're never going to sit in there. 
You know, I was like, I'm not going to sit in there. Mm-hmm. My Once computer's again, not James there. What the hell am I going to do? Only thinking about himself. And if anyone yeah. is coming over to stay on James's account other than his uh, parents, then, you know, it's pretty much for one reason, and they'll be in James's bed. Yeah, or you just roll up on the floor. Right. Like the cat you are. A pillow and a sheet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so your name came up, Evan, a couple times. Why? Because we're like, I'm well, maybe... I'm a furniture maybe... expert? No, maybe, Jane... maybe Evan will come over. Maybe he'll hang out, and maybe he'll end up spending the night one time. That's all. You know? And at the I bare minimum... possible, but... I at do the bare own minimum. A, I do own a house like 15 minutes away. Well, that's true. Okay. I forgot about that. Oh, scrap it. Two, we're back to two love seats. Two love seats. <laughs> two, two recliners. Two, well, no, you know, honestly, me and, you can sleep in a recliner. Oh, me and I Matt, can. I me can. And, me and Mike sat in the uh, love seat next to each other, and we're like, oh, no. Nope. This isn't going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. No, indeed. Mm-hmm. And a couch became... A couch looks... Way better now. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah, true. And the Ashley so... prices, even though we thought I thought Ashley would be expensive, Ashley was pretty decent. So. Yeah, so we'll probably end up getting the couch from there. Then we went to, I think it was at, it was at Value City Furniture. We found a, a dining room table and chairs that we liked. Um, but then we went over to Bob's. And found a similar table and chair, not the same, but similar, for nearly half the price. Excellent. So it's probably what we'll end up going with. Although I'll be honest with you, James, I do like the one at Value City Furniture more. I do too. I do. I like it. I like it more as well. But like you said, is it almost double the price? Like it more? Yeah. Uh, That Eh, that's that's my problem. Yeah. I don't know. When you say double the price, is that? $200 Two hundred dollars or a thousand dollars? No. Well, eight, eight, eight. go ahead. Go, you go ahead. I mean, the one at Bob's was seven ninety nine for seven pieces, and the one at the other place was thirteen ninety nine, I think, for seven okay. pieces. And one of the pieces was going to be the so the you have the table right, then you have a bench and you have chairs. The bench is really nice. The chairs are really nice. Okay. The chairs aren't going to be in the country until June. All we can get is benches. So that's like one kind of holdup. It's like, do we want these benches? We want to get two benches and then like worry about chairs later? No. You know? I, I Honestly, the benches are a nice novelty, but I don't want to only have benches to sit on. Yeah. Not, not, there's no back support. There's no nothing. Like you're, you guys are not going to use them. The benches are going to be for guests only, and it's just gonna. You can't put them anywhere. Their sole purpose, you know, you can't. Oh, I want to watch TV with a couple extra people. You're going to drag the bench over to the living room? No. Go with chairs. Oh, maybe, but either way, um, get a used other... office conference table and seven recliners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Seven. $2,000 Lazy Boy recliners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, so the other the other one, yeah, it comes with all the chairs and a bench and the table for... What's with the bench? For seven ninety nine. The bench is actually nice. So. You, you say that now. <laughs> just you wait. Three months? It's just going to be... That's where you're going to put your mail. So I'm going to put your mail. Mm. 
for all the for all the junk mail I signed up with with your address. Yes. I'm gonna start doing that. <clears throat> no mail you send me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, so that's uh, that was our adventure yesterday. And then we went to go eat. We can talk about that now, James, or we, I put it in the yum update. No, we'll talk about yum. Let's do a yum update. Okay. So we, yeah, we went to go eat, but we'll we'll discuss that in the yum update later. Um, and then we ended up going to someone else's house for another meal later, which I guess we can discuss in the yum update as well. Um, and this was the the meal at someone's house was to celebrate James's birthday, which was Saturday or Friday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, James! Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Another year closer to the big black. Yep. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was Saturday. Um, yeah, and the rest of the week was okay. You know, for me, just a little work, a little this, a little that. You know, the cat being a maniac. You know, as he as he is, mm-hmm. since he is a cat. That's what they do. So, yeah. Oh, I told them I went to Giant and spent $74 on, like, three things. Been there. Probably not literally three things, but probably, like, ten things, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then they were they were appalled that I buy smoked oysters in a can. Apparently it's not a thing. Like, I invented it, and I started marketing them so I could buy them and then eat them. Like, it is I'm your, the only it's your company. Yep. Yeah, I'm the one who came up with this shit, and I'm just the grossest human being ever. For uh, I mean, that way, are gross, these. and you are gross for eating them, but they are a thing. Um, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Minus that, they they are a thing because they are. But mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that none of you guys have experienced them, or maybe you have and you didn't like them. I don't know, but I don't eat canned meats, so I wouldn't know anything about it. That's that's, that's why you're gross. Can meat? That's, that's, that's a lie. Uh, that's also that's also a lie. Uh, I personally do not like most uh, shellfish, so I do not like oysters. Oh, o- oysters don't bother me. Can the whole canned meat thing? And it's not because canned meats are necessarily disgusting. It's just that s- sodium, dude. That there's, mm. I mean, salt is great when you put it in your own food and you make things and use nice quality salt, and that's great. But when you're just eating fucking sodium because it's a preservative and you're just like, this is fucking, I mean, it's, that's not cool. Well, James, that's why uh, this country, this great country, uh, requires um, food labeling for nutritional information uh-huh. so you can plan your day and your salt intake around uh, whatever you want yeah. to eat. Also, yeah, absolutely. will you care to explain to us uh, and the listeners how you make a tuna sandwich? How I you go personally, James, make a tuna I go sandwich. fishing, get a tuna. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Of course you do. I forgot. Yeah, sorry. My bad. My bad. I, I can't think of the last time I made a fucking tuna sandwich, but yes, that is a canned meat that I've, I've, I've had plenty of times. You're absolutely okay. right. Absolutely right. Take it back. All right. Evan, give us, give us your uh, rundown here. Give us your updates. What's going on with you? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, to... To run it back a little bit, use some of your tech. Uh, I was about to say technology, your terminology. This boon coon has had a pretty good week. Good. 
<laughs> I don't actually know what that means, but you know, uh, no, it was, it's probably racist. Work, don't worry about it. Yeah, probably, work was uh, pretty chill. The week went by quickly. Um, I watched. I caught up on a couple of TV shows. What we do in the shadows, season three. I've heard that's really good. The movie is fantastic. Season one of the TV show, which has a whole different cast, of course, is the best. Season two is all right. Season three is, eh. It's on a steady decline, in my personal opinion. I also caught up on Wellington Paranormal, which is a spinoff that uh, follows two basically inept cops in uh, Wellington, in the city of New Zealand. Um, and their their manager, their chief or whatever, who is obsessed with uh, paranormal policing. So there's like ghouls and monsters and uh, you know stuff in the sewers around this... Uh, town and they go investigate. It's I thought that a... show was British. No. Okay. It's from old uh, NZ. Yep. NZ. Yep. Huh. The uh, the greater Oceania region. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah. It. Oceania. Oceania. It's uh, you know, it their style of comedy. It can get kind of old. It's very deadpan, like dry humor. Yeah. Um. And you know they play idiots. It's some of it's good, but uh, you know it can get old. Right. If you're binging, but yeah. You know. So it's not British. It's Australian. Nope. Well, Mike, uh, uh, one or two countries would have a problem with you saying that. <laughs> it's Kiwi. Yes. I'll put it. It's Kiwi Television. Oh, it's from New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The old NZ. Yes. I see. Okay. But okay. But it's fun. And uh, you know, they like other some some British television, they go to the extremes. You know, we've complained about uh seasons episodes going from like twenty, twenty four episodes down to you know, sixteen, down to twelve, down to ten. Wellington Paranormal has six episode seasons. Oh. So you can just blow through it and then Bro. you know, in an afternoon and then you wait another year. So I'm not too happy with that, but it's That's not horrible. like my favorite show, so it's okay. It's mm. horrible. Okay. Anything else? Mm. No. Well, I got Shroud's new mouse. Nice. How's that? The G303 Shroud Edition. It is um, bigger than the original wired version, and to it, that is to its detriment, in my opinion. I like that it's significantly lighter and wireless, which is nice. Those are positives. But it feels slightly more awkward to grip um, than the original because it is wider uh, in the sort of in the waist than it uh, should be by... Mm. Now, it's only a few millimeters, but it is... I was going to say it is tellable. Uh, it's you a little can feel awkward it. in the hand, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, it's what I do, so it is what it is. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see. What's going on with me? Uh, let's see. It's my birthday on Friday. Birthday with mm-hmm. an F. Uh, turned 44, so that's exciting. I've mounted my fifty, my 45th year. I thought he was going to um, say, I've mounted my 50 cal. And <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> no. Um, let's see. What else? Uh... 
I'm in the ranks of the unemployed, officially, after the first. Apparently I was still employed up until the end of November, which is great. I was still getting nice. paid. That's fucking cool. So I should have a couple more paychecks coming, I found out. But yeah, I'm nice. now in the ranks of the unemployed, so looking for a job. Uh, He's like, if anyone's hiring, let me know. Yeah. Um, it's like, when, when this have gun, we'll travel. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll still be, uh, I'll still be unemployed. <laughs> um, let's see. As as you guys probably know, me and Michael are sharing an apartment, uh, at least for the next couple years. We'll oh see boy. how long that lasts until we kill each other. Oh, um, boy. Is that, uh, what's standard there? One year or two year leases? Two years, I think. It's two years. I yeah. thought Evan was like, "What's the standard there? Like barbarism, or like like what's the like <laughs> like, like, like what's a, the... A, 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 what's the Lord of the Flies like... type situation?" <laughs> it's like now when you duel, is it pistols <laughs> or swords? How many it's... paces? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be a flintlock pistol, though. Mm-hmm. None of these, you know, no, no nine rif- millimeter, no rifle barrels, no nine millimeter automatics. You yep. know? <laughs> oh, you'll be happy. It's gotta you'll take be... you two minutes to reload. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be pleased to know, Evan. I squeezed in a uh, sauce for the goose, Mister Savick, earlier this week. Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> oh, get... that's right. I forgot. I'm trying to get that. in one a week if I can, and I've been prim- I'm primed and ready, waiting for the right time to get in a little bit of uh, uh, stab at the heart of that hate, stabbing at the heart of hate, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I got the link. I got the page open here, so I'm ready. About a little, little tachba, tachbe, you know. (laughs) You've not experienced Shakespeare until you've read him in the original Klingon. Yeah, (laughs) Jesus Christ, Mike. At first, I thought you were you were mocking book. The wachlito wach. Oh, (laughs) dude, that's a horrible language. I'm sorry. It is. It is absolutely horrible. Also, we've heard very little of it, but I don't like what I've heard so far. I mean, there's a lot of chess in Klingon as well, but it sounds more romantic. Now, James, are you going to work in uh, Sulu's line? It's like, we'll tear it apart then, or whatever the fuck he says. Fly it apart. <laughs> uh, you know, I you didn't think about that. that. I'll work That's on a good it. one. It's like, that's, it's like that's come on, come on. She'll fly apart. Fly her apart then! Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, that's more of a challenge. That is great, though. Um, we we should, uh, later on, we can talk about the Star Trek we watched sure. this past week. Um, I I don't know how, how long ago you guys ever watched the first movie, um, you know, and how much you remember of it, but I did what you said, oh, I, I don't want to watch that. I was like, all right, fine. But so I watched it Wednesday night myself, you know. Yeah. So it's fresh in my mind now, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. You made it all the way through, dude. Yes, I did. If so, I'm impressed. <laughs> I I stopped like 45 minutes short. I was like, I can't do this right now. There's a lot yeah. of a lot of like big budget effects and you know all this stuff in there that I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can do without. You know. <laughs> Which one is but, this now? Star Trek the Motion Picture. Yeah, the first one. I need to wa- I need to watch that. I need to get it together and watch that. I mean, you don't, but if you want to challenge yourself then I mean, yeah. you know, it's like it's not as bad as the Star Wars holiday special. I was going to say it's one of those things like that like you got to watch it just to watch it, you know, but 
but it's it's really not that bad. I mean, it's okay. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. No, it's you know, it is. It's old Star Trek. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. Uh, uh, so yeah, besides watching Star Trek this week, uh, which you guys alluded to, we watched Star Trek on Thursdays, um, and you know, I think I'll make a new I'll make a new room in the Discord called Screening Room. That way, anyone can join because one we had someone join us. So, if you want to join our Discord, okay. Uh, I don't think anybody has any problem with you guys joining us for Star Trek Thursdays. Uh, we're watching Discovery. Um, you'll just have to come in out of order, and we're watching. Maybe we can squeeze in one Star Trek movie a day or a week or something like that. We'll yeah, figure it out. Typically, we do Star Trek on Thursdays, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Um, usually, we do a movie first. And then we'll do probably a Discovery episode. Yeah. Because that's what's airing right now. Um, although I wouldn't mind getting back to it at some point. Um, He's like watching... lower decks. Like, oh. No, nah, I don't care about that. Um, I wouldn't mind getting back to the original series at some point. Right. We, we, we had said we would watch that and we, we kind of fell off on that. So. Original series and original animated series. We watched one, one episode of that. That I could honestly do without, but if you guys want want to watch it. it, that's fine. I'll go along with it. You know. Well, you know, let's well, well let's we'll do the original series. I mean, I know we did. We we picked two movies we wanted to watch. We've already watched them. So, well, I want to watch all the movies in order. Okay. All right. So, so we we'll watched start. two. Next up is Star Trek Three, okay, which so is going to be a treat. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! All right. So so anyway, that's Thursdays, guys. If you're hearing the show on the 6th or the 7th, then it'll be the coming Thursday. It's thir- every Thursday, at least until Discovery is over. And then Picard will start, or the Ansel Mount series will start. So we'll be watching, you know, we always watch Star Trek together. So cop in and watch Trek with us. You're welcome to. And it'll be in the screening room of the Discord. Hopefully I'll remember to make that today. Um, yep. Okay. And Discord, there's a link to that on our website, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes iopanelpodcast.com one thing about discord um if you please have the ability to mute your microphone if you have children in the background or are doing extra office work and have a loud mouse or keyboard yeah you're allowed you're a loud fat-fingered scroller and your name is randall mm-hmm. <laughs> please mute your mute your whole shit Just mute your whole <laughs> shit up um, <laughs> mute your whole shit up wow okay um Okay, anyway, we'll look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. Um, so that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead. Let's just jump into the news here. Um, yes. Let us. Let's see. What do we got here? Conservative role model and hero. Is he running for president again, Michael? Is he is he being frozen cryogenically so he can lead the future of mankind? Give us the update on what's happening with with uh, giant of the man, of a man, Bob Dole. His bonitis. <laughs> his his bonitis has caught up with him finally. Finally, so okay. He uh, unfortunately, Mr. Bob Dole, who ran for uh, president several times in the past as a Republican, um, he has died at the age of Too ninety-eight. Old. Ninety-eight. Whew. Senator Robert Joseph Dole. He died yeah. early this morning in his sleep at the age of 98. Wow. Great. <clears throat> yeah, he was a... injured in World War II. Yeah, that's, that's how old why... this fucking guy is. Yeah, and that's why his arm is all fucked up or his hand or whatever. 
Um, yep, he was GOP leader in the Senate. Remember him, especially in the 90s. Um, yeah, so whatever whatever you think of him. Uh, but he's gone. Yep. So. <laughs> so whatever you think of him, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah dead Bob, now. Bob Dole so. is old school, dude. He's like old school Republican. They don't make him like that anymore. Racist. White. Yeah. Did you happen uh, to see wait, any? They're of all the... like that. Oh no, no, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> Did you happen to see any of the pictures that uh, depict what he actually looked like Re- in recent times? It's not good. No, no, I have not. Uh, what, like, like Prince Edward? Yes. A floating skull. Yes. <laughs> With like shriveled, ha- shriveled hands and fingers and stuff. I was like, I don't ever want uh, to live to be like that. When I see people like that, it's, I think it's um. What is it? It's arthritis, right? You look like Probably. old people. It's arthritis and being 100 years old. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Human beings... Okay, okay, and, okay Evan. And, no, kidding. and being raised in the time of uh, <laughs> in the margarine wars. <laughs> when butter was rejected and uh, people just shove, shoveling in uh, processed blocks of oil into their faces. He's like, Much when like Bob Dole... He's like when Bob Dole came up, you could just shoot a black person. They didn't even like it wasn't even a crime back then. It was just like yeah. whatever. Like, okay, like the margarine wars. <laughs> yeah, Evan went a little more benign with it. He's like the margarine wars. I'm like they shot they shot black people. Like, mm-hmm. like so you know we're on two different things, but that's okay. All right, uh, let's just jump to the next one here. Um, yes. So this one I found. I think. I don't know how we missed this, honestly. This is, like, right up our alley. Okay. Uh, we should have talked about this right when it first happened. This is, a, this is about a three-month-old story now. Um, this is just an update from three months ago. So there was a company who made phones. Evan, you should have bought this phone and tested it. Um, it was called Anna. The company was called Anom. And they made phones that were, that were give you, they gave you absolute anonymity. And they had all this secret class, like, secret shit in it. Where you had to press press the calendar and do this and do this, and it would unlock the phone and give you all these options and all this encrypted shit and everything like that. It was made okay. by a company. Uh, I don't know where the company is based out of, but the, uh, it was made by this company. The company, the people who work for the company, are like, yeah, we're selling these phones to corporations. It's great. Everybody loves it. Turns out, Anom was actually an FBI-run honeypot. I was like, it's the CIA. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's the FBI. Okay. It's the FBI. So FBI had the owner, the the guy who started Anom, they basically said, you want to get out of jail? Like, it's out of some shit out of a movie. You want to get out of jail time? Okay. Start a phone company for us. Use your network of uh, this 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 net criminal network that you have access to and start selling them phones. Selling them encrypted secret phones. And so this wow. guy did it. And he started a whole company based on it, very successful, and they're shipping these phones all around the world, and the FBI, it's led to like 800 convictions, you know? Dude, that's, that's awesome. impressive. It's yeah. extremely impressive, actually. Um, now, the, the, one of the wonky things is that a lot of places, this shit is just illegal, you know? So it, one, Is America one of those places? No, no, no. Um, like a, fin- a Finnish court just threw out a finding from... They threw out the text messages from from the uh, from Anom because the way they say the way the FBI obtained it is illegal. So something to think about. It, that that's happening too. That's obviously not the bulk of their 
of the situation. People are getting caught left, right, and center with this. Um, mm. But apparently nobody at the company knew except for the CEO. Everybody else at the company thought they were just selling products. Oh, they thought it was legit? To corporations, like a, put it, like a totally legit thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, fun article. Feel free to read it, dig into it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing here, but really interesting stuff. Nice. That is um, interesting. Thank you for that, James. No, no problem, no problem. Okay, uh, let's jump on to the next one. What do we got here? Chris Cuomo, the brother of former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Chris Cuomo has been a pundit on CNN for a while. He had his own show every night, Monday through Friday. Um, he was suspended last week on Tuesday from CNN because they started investigating his involvement with him trying to help his brother out way back when, when allegations first started to come out against his brother. Um, and CNN eventually, so CNN hired some company or a lawyer, a law firm, whatever, to investigate a little bit. And then CNN said yesterday, Saturday, that they have terminated him now, effective immediately. So yeah. he's gone. I was like, God damn. So it's so funny. I was telling James before the show that I wish my mom was still around because she used to watch this guy every every night or, or damn near every night. I mean, a lot of people like Chris Como. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say I liked him, but my dislike of him was related purely to his the way he the way he dealt with uh, liberal like uh, Democrats because uh-huh. he was very center of the road Democratic type. You know, bullshit guy, and he would they would shit on uh, the Democratic Socialists and the Bernie Sanders and stuff. But otherwise, I mean, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, he's an opinionated fucking. The, he's he's just a usual shit, right? You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, honestly, this didn't surprise me though because when his brother went down, I was like, oh, he's been mm-hmm. helping. Of course, he's been helping his brother. He's his brother, right? Now I'm surprised. I don't think what he did was illegal. I think he just violated, like, he was just... No, it's, I don't it, think it's illegal either. But it's yeah, if just, you... Just against the policy of blah or whatever. Yeah, know. they're like, he's like... They they say the thing, like, he was talking to his brother like he was a staffer for his brother's campaign. You know? And I was like, well, it's his brother, I mean, and he's works in the... Basically, he works in the political industry, right? So, he's an educated source. He can talk to his brother about it, but I guess that's, like, violation. Like, they're not allowed to do that. You know, and there's some sex scandal has come up too. I don't know anything about that, but they said that they like an hour ago something released saying Chris Como, uh, there's a sex, uh, some sexual shit. Like he was accused mm. of something. I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's just some shit they shoveled on this guy's neck to get him the fuck out of the door. I don't know. Who knows? Um, my mom had told me though a while ago, and I didn't know. Maybe it was. Re- it must have been related to all this other stuff that just you know. To his whole, you know, thing like, oh, he's helping his brother, blah. Yeah. But I had asked my mom, you know, because there was all this stuff in the news about Andrew Cuomo, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so does Chris Cuomo ever talk about his brother, you know? Because yeah. I was like, that seems like something that would come up, you know? And she's like, no. He said, she's like, he he he, he says he will never talk about his brother. Hmm. Like that's just like a thing he'll won't he won't talk about online or on the show, you know? Yeah, he's. So. I, I saw that thing they. Um, he he. I was he, like, he, oh, okay. Yeah, he announced it. He's like, I'm not going to talk about my this topic or whatever, because mm-hmm. it's a conflict of interest or whatever like that. 
So uh, I guess he was pretending to do the right thing, but whatever, man. Well, he he didn't talk about it on the show. That's what he yeah. said he was going to do. I feel, you know what I feel? So <laughs> Number whatever. one, Brian Stetler, this guy, this video, he's like been rising to the top of CNN. This guy's fucking neck. This guy's whole head and neck is fucking stupid looking. He's Ooh. just a fat milk dud, white milk dud looking motherfucker. The guy who's in this article that you sent, posted on the link. If you guys want to know what I'm talking about, you need to look at the show notes. If you haven't looked at the show notes, you won't oh, know how God, silly this guy is. Oh, God, look at this I told you, he's a silly looking motherfucker. Evan, he's a, you see he's this? A, he's the silliest looking guy at CNN. Oh, the guy who wrote it? Who's like... Yeah. Weird... Tim Garman, George Costanza guy? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Exactly. I just Googled this guy. I was like, CNN, Brian, blah. And I was like, image search. I'm like, whoa, look at this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, okay. He's a, he's a silly looking dude. Yeah. So if you guys don't know this, Tim, well, no, you guys don't know this. Tim Garman is our old boss, and he looked like this guy, Brian <laughs> Settler. Like a fat necked fucking apple head, perfectly round skull, fucking... Smooth, margarine-faced bastard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, the best thing that could ever happen to this guy is that Chris Cuomo got fired. Because now he's getting to be on TV. He's going to take that smooth-ass head on TV. Anyway, so yeah. The other guy is going to be on TV. What other guy? The guy who normally fills in for for Cuomo. Mm. It says in the article, whatever the guy's, some weird name. Brian McCorshmish, or I don't know. I don't know the guy. I'll take your word for it. Whoever the fuck it is. Apparently it's the guy who normally fills in for him. Okay. So, well, at least he's going to fill in for him this week. Maybe he won't take it over permanently. Um, All right, we'll see what happens with uh, Chris Como in the future. I'm sure he'll have a book or someone will have a book about it or something. You know, We'll hear more details about it over the coming weeks. Um, I think another funny thing about that whole Chris Cuomo thing is the the way CNN has, like, descended on the bones of his career and started, like, yeah, he was a dirtbag who did whatever with his brother. Like, like Jesus, wasn't this guy your friend? He just he was just there a few <laughs> days ago, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a little cringe. The guy, the guy who's going to take over the show, at least for this week, the guy, the normal guy who fills in is Michael Smir- Smirconish. Like that. Nobody's I don't know who that say. is. So. Who knows? All right. I don't know who that is, but whatever. It's fine. What's the next thing here? School shooting. Hmm. Yeah, so you guys may not have heard about this, but there was a little a little kerfuffle over in uh, Michigan this past week. Um, so this was, uh, yeah, in Michigan, uh, a 15-year-old shot and killed four of his classmates at at a Michigan high school called Oxford High School. It's in a uh, suburb of Detroit. Okay. And now I'm not sure exactly why this is going on. I haven't gotten the details. But his parents are also being charged for a crime. It says here they're being charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Mm. And they were also briefly on the run. Uh, I guess they were quickly apprehended because here they are with their mug shots. But uh, yeah, pretty interesting. So I'm not sure why the parents are being charged in this case and why parents were or were not charged previously. 
but that'll be interesting to see. I saw um, a, a a tweet about mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, overarching topic of like school shootings and everything, and the person pointed out the fact that you know active shooter drills are not as effective when the active shooter knows the active shooter drills. Oh yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, Evan, let's be real. Let's say we're yeah. back at Einstein, right? Uh-huh. You want <laughs> your goal, you're like, I'm fed up, I'm done, whatever mm-hmm. the reason. Right. I'm going to kill four people in my AP chemistry class. Okay. Okay? Okay, how would you do it? And you don't really um... care about getting caught or anything, right? You're just like, I just want to do it, you know? I'd probably ask to go to the bathroom. So I'd leave. And most of the So you're in the, the AP room, chemistry class. Correct. And now. And okay. As, as a quick backstory, most of the science rooms had two doors. Right. So I would leave out, the, you know, go to the bathroom out the front door, circle around to the back door, you know, after like 30 seconds or a minute or something, not to arouse immediate suspicion. Mm-hmm. Open the back door and just start firing. Mm-hmm. Okay, done. Mm-hmm. So what's the <laughs> what's a drill going to do? Um, I don't know. Perhaps if I if I completed my uh, completed my mission there, went on mm-hmm. to other rooms. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know how quickly that information would be disseminated. Obviously. That amount of gunshots, roughly, you know, 15 to 20, I'll say, would be almost immediately recognizable. But I don't remember a quick way for, you know, the teachers to communicate information to the office and then that be, like, called out on the PA. Maybe For all um, I know, now they have, under everyone's desk, there's a fucking button they hit that's like, you know, school shooting button or whatever. You know, I don't know, you know. There's the probably knows? something like that. Now, of course... When we were in high school, there were no active shooter drills that I remember. Of course not. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, I take no blame for this. It's all the Zoomers' fault. <laughs> I take no blame for this. If I shoot you, I shoot you. That's it. No. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how would, you know... The only way it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like you have to hear the shots somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then react, right? But if it's just like you could literally be sitting there in in your AP chemistry class mm-hmm. at your desk, literally pull out a gun from your backpack and right. literally start shooting straight from your desk. Yeah, that'd be better, or it'd be you'd have more of a chance. Or pull out your you gun, stand up, or stand up, and then start shooting, or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter, but. Mm-hmm. That that's the problem with these active shooters, right? Like, they can do any number of things to try to stop them, but besides like strip searching everybody when they come in the building and leave the building, and then doing a thorough search of the building every day to see if someone planted something to give to a student, you're not going to stop these school shootings. People just like get a bug. They school is fucking being a student in school fucking sucks. You deal with all this bullshit, all this shame mm-hmm. and fucking growing pains bullshit. You know, you're already fucking weak. You have no fucking family structure at home, but you got a gun. 
You bring it in, and the schools are like, some parents are like, we don't want fucking metal detectors here. This isn't the ghetto. Well, you don't have a metal detector. Kids going to bring a gun to the school and start shooting. You know? I don't know why they're going after the... Well, actually, no. I think they should go after the parents every time these things happen because mm-hmm. it's the parents' incompetence that led to this. In this, as I just quickly, while you guys are chatting it up, I'll just quickly like breeze through the article here. It seems like the parents were warned twice on two separate occasions that their son is something going on. And the last time, the day of the shooting, they came in, the kid had been waiting for two and a half hours in the office because he had, he had some weird drawings. And the parents came in and they said, well, look, take him home. And the parents were like, nope, get fucked. And they left. And then, of course, the kid went on to shoot people later on that day. So, I don't know. I mean, mm. I don't think they should be arrested for that. I think they should be arrested just because they're How responsible. How did get a gun? Uh, yeah, they're responsible for this. They're responsible their, for this kid. It's their, it's their gun, right? Yeah. Or the okay, family yeah. gun or something like that, you know? Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, uh, as far as I know, a minor cannot possess a handgun. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> they probably they probably can. I mean, they depending can on hold one. No, they know, probably but... can from depending on where you're at. I, th- I mean, what's a? I'm sure that I'm sure there are places in the country where you can be 14 to own a gun, in a shotgun or something like that. Mm, I mean, well, own is a relative term, right? But like, I yeah. mean, yeah, your dad can go buy a gun and, and be like, "Here you me. go, Timmy. This is your, this is your hunting rifle, right, yeah. or whatever." And you're 14 years old. Here yeah. you go, right? Sure. And can you go okay. buy a gun? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Can you can you carry a gun legally? No, probably not. No, probably not. Yeah, unless you're like with your parent and your guys are going to the shooting range or going to the yeah. going hunting or whatever you're doing, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, fucking wild, man. Fucking wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you guys I have see? a novel solution? No What's backpacks. That? No backpacks. Did you see that? Have you seen no, those videos? I've surprise. seen, I've seen oh, those yes, videos. I've seen, I've seen them. Guy like dragging around <laughs> a laundry basket and shit. Uh-huh. Some yeah. of those are like they're funny, but in a in a bad way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No backpacks. Problem solved, baby. <laughs> so here's my novel solution: uh, change the schedules. You guys remember how how often you might have felt sleep deprived? When we started class at seven twenty a.m. Yeah, as growing teenagers, when we really need you know like eleven hours of sleep a night, and doesn't mm-hmm. mesh with the parents' schedule and socializing and everything, they should start high school at, I'll say ten a.m. That way, in theory, the youth, youths, could have more rest because uh, sleep deprivation can have serious. Deleterious about that vocab word. There you uh, go. Effects on uh, your brain and development. I do agree that I think there should be a later start time. Um, and they had talked about that when even when we were in school. Of course, nothing mm-hmm. came of it. But I mean, uh, <laughs> but I don't know how it would work with parent schedules at all because most most people have to be at work by eight a.m. or nine a.m. Um, yeah, so, how much is I don't know, you know? how much is a kid's school schedule aligned with parents because parents aren't there to watch them and they need to get rid of their kids during a certain time period? Like, I think a lot of it is is dictated by that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think kids should be able to have 
I don't know. I wish, I wish we would figure out uh, remote schooling better. You know, like some classes remote, some classes aren't remote. You know, kids go to they go to maybe they go to a building once a week for physical education, mm-hmm. um, and maybe some a class called community socialization where they sit down with other kids and learn not to be a fucking psychopath. But maybe English class could be just remote from home. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's a solution out there for this, but I don't know what it is. But you're not going to solve guns in schools until you take aggressive steps, which Americans just aren't willing to take. So, you know, we don't want to do anything about guns. We don't want to do anything about... We don't want to police the shit out of schools. So... We're just going to keep seeing shootings, you know? Just as simple as that. This is what it is. Hmm. You know? All right. Sounds good. Uh, okay, what do we got now? This is uh, some, some, some local news. This came from Michael for sure. He loves the, uh, local, the local news. Yes, mm-hmm. the man on the street. What's this here? What do we got? This is... Your dreaded social program, James. Oh, boy. Here we go. So this is... Uh, What's it going to cost me as the American taxpayer? A cool five mil. No, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Probably so, more than that. Guaranteed income pilot program. That's going to be starting here in Montgomery County starting in 2022. Are there age restrictions? So it says... The program will provide direct cash payments of $800 per month to 300 county households for 24 months. That's nothing. Fuck that. I thought, I thought, uh, I mean, you said pilot program, but I assumed they were like rolling it out countywide for six months or a year or something. Uh So it says special appropriation of nearly $2 million dollars will be introduced at the council to fund the program with additional financial support from the the Mayer Foundation, whatever that is, like like M-E-Y-E-R Foundation. Hmm. So assuming it sees success, this might get rolled out in like 2028? Uh, yeah, probably, but this, you know, wealth and income inequality, but they're giving out $800 a month. That's nothing. That's literally nothing. Like who's this for? I'm I'm, I'm baffled. It's about who's a this nice for. bonus if you already work full time and yeah. perhaps have a two income household. Yeah, that's a nice little extra bit. Um, but for someone to like, I guess it, it maybe you can find a small room in a house with four other people, and that be enough, you know, barely for room and board. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <clears throat> we're gonna have to have a show where we talk about this not just about this but like this makes me think about like where are people like expected to live <laughs> you know um like the way housing is done right now just has to change it's just not gonna be good and uh yeah you're gonna have to live in a house with four people you know if you did that then you could do this Maybe or move to well, Bratislava and live yeah. on a hundred dollars a month oh well, yeah absolutely absolutely there's an apartment building next door to me that has very reasonable rents. Oh, Pearl? Yeah, how much no. does that cost, Michael? No, 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 not that. <laughs> I 
I'm not actually being facetious. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were being. He's like, he's like, oh, the pearl where it's thirty five hundred a month for a one bedroom. Yeah, not yeah. that. <laughs> okay. No, I'm talking about next door, not part of the Blairs. Um, is another building here that I was looking online and I was like, man, these rents are crazy. Like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, you have to only make forty grand a year or something like to live there. You know, mm-hmm. it's all income based. Really? So what are what are uh, do you recall any of the offerings? Uh, I don't know, twelve hundred, fourteen hundred a month, you know, something like that, and whatever the hell it was. Is that for one bedroom, presumably? Something like that. I, I'll be honest, I saw it so long ago, I don't remember the details. Right. That's point. not a good deal. Twelve hundred dollars a month. It's it's. I'm thinking about my dad. Oh sure, yeah, okay. I mean, it's a good deal for something like that, but it's actually like twelve hundred a month is is that's still a lot, dude. When I was a ki- I mean, when I was a kid, when I was in my twenties, it was nothing to get an apartment that was six hundred a month. Mm-hmm. That was a like like that's what they should be charge like an income reduced place should be charging six hundred a month. That gives people a little bit of wiggle room. You can work one job that's not crazy, you know, part time maybe, and you could pay your rent and live, mm-hmm. you know, and eat something. You're not gonna live well. But you could like maybe pull down twenty two hundred a month and be all right, you know. Here you go. I I just googled like you know low income housing apartments, Silver String, Maryland. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting this website that looks like a bungle website, but um, it has like a bunch of like apartment places listed and it has links to them. And one of them is Cinnamon Run. Oh boy, is that what it's called? No, that's the one that Christina used to live at. Yeah, next wow. to Kmart. Yep. Um, oh, okay. It says subsidized low rent apartment, and then it says for family. Um, I'm gonna ask you a favor, Mike. Can you so, send me that link that you're looking at? Uh, of course. It's not a good link, but I will send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I am certain. Thank you. When Christina this lived is, there, it was not a low income either. Well, here's the thing. So I think there's entire places that are low income yeah you know but there's also in every single place there is like they're like oh we have four apartments and those are the low income apartments right mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. so maybe that's what the cinnamon run thing is i don't know you know right. but but yeah because like i'm pretty sure some of the apartments at my old apartment complex that i lived at prior to this one were designated for lower income whatever you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. we had section at my old place where I lived with you. Sunday, we had section eight in that complex. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Evan, that's not a good link, but I sent it to you. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's a good starting point. Give, give, give me some names. But uh, I will, I will try to find what I was talking about for the one right here, just so we can look at it later. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But, Thank you. But yeah, mm-hmm. great. Because I can't wait to kick the old man to the curb. That's right. Put him on the streets. Gotta gotta start making plans. I've told him for years that I'm not his retirement plan. So, uh, <laughs> well, Jeez. gotta figure something out. Yep. It's like when I tell, I tell, used to tell my mom with the cat. Like, the cat. I was like, Mom, once you're out of here, mm-hmm. I was like, Mom, this cat, he's out on his ass. You know, that's mm-hmm. it. He's on the streets. Have to fend for himself. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm not going to buy him a $200 recliner. Yeah. That is not a thing that I, Michael Blower, am going to do. 
<laughs> or a $500 yeah. uh thing. Yeah. Yeah, or a cat a big ass cat castle. Where, yeah. Well, there's that too, but I mean the thing I already bought that's out there yeah. that he doesn't like. The yeah. uh the $500 Dude. fucking yeah, the crazy litter box. Litter box, yeah. Um oh yeah, we do need to get one of those cat things, towers, castles, whatever oh, you call yeah, them. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Although we're gonna have to factor that into the space <laughs> requirements in the yeah, living room. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get it last. We'll squeeze it in somewhere. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so let's move on. We got nothing in Stranger Danger. What's this uh, entertainment? His message. What is it? Yes, uh, I put the link in there oh, for any Mike. You might appreciate this. And, oh God! And, you know, oh my God! I've many of our this. other listeners. exactly. Is... Oh God! Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's that's precise, James. Precision of language. Much appreciated. Uh, it is a link to a website called pureflix.com. Now, there's a lot of, you know, debaucherous corruption and uh, sex and violence on Netflix, but in very little faith-based entertainment. That is where Pureflix comes in. It's never been easier to find entertainment for the whole family. Start streaming thousands of faith-filled, family-friendly movies and shows. Look at to, this one picture second from the top, man. It's Christmas yeah, with a capital C. Yeah, isn't that Vivica C? Fox? It is. Well, yeah, but no, but look at Christmas with a capital a husband, C. A husband for Christmas. It, Christmas it, with their... That's one of the Baldwins. And two of the tiredest Baldwins. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. You know who the other oh, guy that is? One. Who's yeah. the other guy? The other guy, I think, isn't that is, David is the whatever? head nerd from Revenge of the Nerds. No, no, no. The head jock yes, from Revenge of yes, the Nerds. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, right. I thought that was... That was I thought that was someone else. Okay. Nope, you're hundred percent correct. That's who it is. Yeah. So this is really bringing the Lord back into our daily lives, which I think we need in these trying times. There's a definite. There's a great. Uh, How much does this cost? I, that's a great question, Mike. I don't know, but conveniently, there's a button to start your free trial now. Oh my God. There's a there's a video series. I'll have to find it and add it to the show notes if I can. It's uh, a guy who goes around watching the Pure Flix shows and mm-hmm. talking about how horrible they are. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll have to find. I'll have to find. Oh, that's it. great. Build twelve ninety nine a month, or you can you can just buy. You save like half if you buy it a year. Seventy dollars for the year. That's that's uh. What's the what? Tithing, and you put money in the tray. That's a, that's a fair price for salvation, yeah. Mike. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> is it though? Is it not? I mean, this isn't the Catholic Church. <laughs> Pureflix.com is not the Catholic Church. So. No, no, this is by. So sure no, are you? So no. <laughs> this is by a wonky. The guy who made this is a other weird wonky dude. Let me read you a couple titles here from. I just typed in Pureflix on YouTube. So the first one, I found a knockoff Shameless on a Chris, on the Christian Netflix, home homeschooled on Pureflix, then Pureflix streaming platform for devout Christians. Uh, Christian Netflix is horrible, reacting to Pureflix. Sam, <laughs> then oh here's a review of Samson, a Pureflix movie. This is this movie is by the guy who created Pureflix. Basically, this guy who created Pureflix, he. He stars in all his own movies. He stars, directs, and writes all his own movies. And I can't think of his name, man. They got a picture of him right here. Is it the I guy can't... who's like, oh, hi, Mark? No, no, no. It's... <laughs> Is it Stan Lee? <laughs> Stan Lee's ghost. Tommy Wiseau? 
No, no, no. It's uh, Cynic Snacks here. This is the guy who covers it. I'm going to put this link in here because Cynic Snacks is really good. He's this British guy. Um, is it the Baldwin brother we were talking about? No, 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 no. It's not. It's a guy you've never <laughs> heard of. Um, but he's the primary, like, he's a primary face behind Pure Flix. And he does a lot of the movies. He's either, the, you know, the ones that he hasn't bought and put on there he's made himself and he has like he has like a tyler uh what's his name not tyler durden tyler perry. he has a tyler perry type studio where they just crank out these things like they just are pumping him out like mm-hmm. crazy and i mean he's like there's one where he basically like he'll take like the plot of like con air but he'll christianify it you know it's fucking weird dude <laughs> it's funny you say that because nicholas cage was also in an airline uh, an airplane based faith movie Jesus. That I don't remember the name of. An airplane-based faith movie. Yeah, he was an airplane pilot, and he was, like, flying his, you know, he was mid-flight when the rapture happened or something, and he he was like, I gotta go find my daughter. Some shit like that. Hmm. It was not good. You're making me think of the other one where it's the end of the world with him. Uh, I was about to say 2012, but that's not, that's a different guy. That's not that, yeah. No, this one is like, but it's very similar to that, actually. Mm-hmm. But it said there's like aliens involved or something. Hmm. It's like almost a mix between 2012 and the Keanu Reeves remake of um, the movie with Jennifer Connelly. Or the Keanu Reeves one has Jennifer Connelly in it. But it's a remake of a movie from the 50s, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's what it is. Ah, okay. So imagine take The Day the Earth Stood Still and 2012 and you get this Nicolas Cage movie. Is it called Knowing? Um, Knowing is the one where... That's the one I'm thinking of. Is that where he, he like, splits into different people and goes and sees the future? That's next. Knowing is the one with a bunch of num. Okay, yeah. Where he's like, I deciphered the code from the child's diary in 1964. Everyone's gonna die. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I actually did not hate that movie. And the one I am talking about is called Left Behind. Yep. Uh, oh, boy. Yep. Left Behind. 3.1 out of 10. James Cameron? Awful. Something Cameron? Um, I hope not. No, there's no, a Cameron. So. There's, there's no Chris Cameron, Kevin Cameron. He's Chris the guy. He, no, no, he used to be in a TV show, like a sitcom back in the Kurt day. Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. He's like the star of Left Behind. He's a weird. Uh, there uh, are two weird. versions. He's a he's a Chris some kind of Christian person. Yeah, now. he's a weird guy. Yeah. Yeah, that is a different Left Behind or. A, uh, one of these is a remake of another one. I, I remember what you're talking about now. He is not in this movie, though. Mm, okay. So, yeah, Evan, the one where... Yeah, Knowing, 2009. Yeah. I didn't hate that movie. No, I didn't hate it either. I, I didn't think it was that bad, actually. So, um, I did see a Rapture movie in the movie theater, but it wasn't that Nicolas Cage one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and this one that I watched, and I have no idea what it was called. I'd have to dig through IMDb or something to find it. But it was like, the movie was full of nobodies, mm-hmm. okay? But I saw it in the movie theater, mm-hmm. and 
it was like these people were like at a wedding or something. And it's it's a whole like POV thing. Like someone's like walking around with a camera like the whole time, you know, that's the and half the people like they turn around and all of a sudden like half the people are just gone. And like the clothing is just there on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're all raptured. And they all and they start hearing the you know, outside and stuff, like the horns or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and they're like, Oh shit, you know, and then like they're right around there like demons everywhere, like snatching people and shit. They're like, No, like it's like <laughs> It's a crazy fucking movie. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> like, they're like, oh shit, we were left behind. That means we're not worthy or whatever. You know, they're like, fuck. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's that's a crazy fucking movie. No idea what it's called. I'll have to find it later. <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, thank you for showing us that, James. Of course. All right, Evan. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, pure flicks. Yep. So if you want to get your Christian, your weird Christian, oh God. whatever, then there you go. I don't know, man. It just looks weird. It <laughs> is weird. It is weird. We should maybe well, we'll try to squeeze. Let's try to maybe we uh, can squeeze one in one day. Oh no. <laughs> we'll pick Dude, one. We'll watch. Show we'll that to your out. mom. I detest is showing that to your mom and see what she says. Oh, she'd probably. Uh, you know what? She well, has an opportunity. To watch this type of stuff, and she doesn't. So she wouldn't watch it. I guarantee she wouldn't watch it. I mean, my mom wasn't watch. She doesn't, my mom doesn't watch HBO or Showtime or any of that. You know, so Hallmark she wouldn't channel. watch it. She she might watch the Hallmark Channel, maybe, maybe, but I don't think so. That Vivica Fox movie was definitely on the Hallmark Channel. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I guarantee ninety percent of these are probably on Hallmark Channel. <laughs> All right. Um, next we have it looks like two discussion topics. Uh, Star Trek 2 and Discovery. Right. So this past week we watched Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. And we watched Star Trek Discovery. So let's talk first about Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan. What did you guys think of the film? It's fine. It's fine. James? Mm-hmm. Um, Very quotey. Uh, it was good. It was good. I mean, you know, it's Wrath of Khan. It's a classic. Um, full. I didn't realize how many quotes were in it, but it's not a bad thing. You know, it's a good thing. It, you know, I, I enjoyed it. It delivered. Mm-hmm. It was exactly what it's supposed to be. Ricardo Montalban is very well read. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, at least his character is. Um. Yeah, I liked it. You know, it's that's one of the considered one of the better Star Trek movies, I think. And uh, I liked it. You know, I've always liked it. That's, the, of course, the one where we get con, you know, from, mm-hmm. you know, which is great. A lot, of, this a lot first... of 70s, early 80s uh, clothing and hairstyles, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know. Now, I have a question. Maybe we haven't uh, gotten to this point in the movies, but why wasn't the Genesis device you know, widespread in Next Generation and beyond? Because they had several episodes where they went to planets that were painstakingly being terraformed. Um, they will dis- explain that in the third movie. Okay. So, Revenge is a dish best served cold. Not a Klingon saying. Didn't realize that. Uh, it's French. Yeah, it's a- oh, okay. It's I was going to say, yeah. I thought it was Shakespeare or something. Yeah, La Vengeance est un... 
Est un met que Ion Dolt Manager Freud. Wow, can you send us what you're reading? <laughs> yeah, manager. And not mangle the fuck out of it? Please. I'm going oh, to put it in the show notes here. Put it in the show notes, and I don't know if you can show things to our to our viewers, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's a great idea, actually. That's a great idea. I will share this share this with the viewers here. I mean, for the non-viewers, I guess they'll, you know, they'll have to look at our show notes later, but... La vengeance est uh, mais que l'on doit manger froid. Huh. Okay. Oh, God. La, ven- la vengeance est un met que Ion Doit, manager Freud. Manager, huh? Okay. That's his manager. I think it Man- says manger. Manger. Manger Freud. If we're going to read it in English, read it in English. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put, insert letters. <laughs> Freud, right? Freud? How do you Freud. say that? Freud? Freud. 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 Okay. How do you say it? La vengeance est un mets que l'on doit manger froid. Oh God. Freud. Freud. <laughs> so vengeance is a. I don't never. I don't know that word. Mets. M e t. I guess that's dish. I don't know that one. But vengeance is a mets. I guess a dish that we. That we have to eat cold. Yeah. Manger froid, eat cold. There you go. Yeah. So. Froid is like frio, you know, like in Spanish. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. But. Does it mean just like it's better if you let your rage sit for a while? It's more. I don't know what it means. What is this? I don't know what it means, honestly. It's It sounds cool. But I don't know what it means. Even when they were like, an, oh, Klingon saying revenge is a dish best served cold. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. Well, so I thought it was, a, in a, a, you know, alluding to the duality and the duplicity. No, I'm kidding. No, I thought oh, it was. Geez. He's like, oh, <laughs> shit. No. No, I thought it was like, you know how they say, like, man, that was a cold-blooded murder. Like, that was in cold blood. Like, I thought it was like that. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't think Like, so. that's cold, man. You're cold. You know? Oh, I guess it could be. Like could that, be. you know? I mean, saying something cold, though, is like some 70s slang shit. Like, that's cold-blooded. That's some, that's some, like, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's... I don't know if that fits 1754. You know what I mean? Well, it had to come from somewhere. Maybe that's what it means. I don't know. It's very confusing. And then, oh, here, click on the one. Is revenge really best served cold? Let's, it's like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well, the new study researchers found that people are more likely to prefer immediate vengeance. Yeah. Ah, see? Hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. For most, hot and ready is preferable. Yeah. Huh. So I guess it means, you know, bide your time, blah, whatever, you know, yeah. and get your revenge, you know? Yeah. When they least expect it. Yes. It's a good way to say it, exactly. So that's what I would say it means, basically. Hmm. All right. Thank you for translating. <laughs> sure. Mr. Frogwa? Frogwa? Freud? Whatever. Yeah, I, I believe Froid Gras is F R O I E. 
Gras, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. G-R-A-S, um, which Evan is? Uh, goose liver. Goose oh, yeah. liver. That's right. Which of go. those words is which of those words? <laughs> as far as I can tell, neither. Okay. <laughs> as far as I know, gras means fat. Okay. What's it's the other goose? And froid? I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's goose. Oh, let's see. Because typically, that that type of goose liver is produced by force feeding and making the ducks obese, so their liver gets really fatty. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, it's I'm I'm see I've been hearing it wrong this whole time. It's not froid. It's froid. What were you saying? It, I was saying with an R in it. Oh. It's F-O-I-E. I thought it was F-R-O-I-E. Hmm. So it's foie gras, which says here it's literally fat liver. So mm, I guess okay. foie okay. is liver. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, so it's fatty liver. Yep. <laughs> literally what you're saying. Anything else from Star Trek? Well, uh, Star Trek 2, no, I don't think so. I think we talked about it. If you have never seen the movie, highly recommend it. Go watch it. Um, it's a good one. There was a weird deleted scene, or there was a weird scene that we're like, why does this not make sense? And I was telling you guys, oh, there's a deleted scene that kind of helps explain it. Yeah. There are actually um, two. I, I put a link down here in the, uh, the bottom here, which should have that there on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So we can look at that later. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. So we watched, we had missed an episode, um, at least James and I had. So we watched, uh, we watched two episodes this past Saturday. And yeah, I don't think James is a big fan. Um, Evan, what did you think of the episodes? I think there's like too much emotion and, uh, I don't know about vulnerability, but there's there's too much like emotion and babying mm-hmm. in the in specifically this season of Star Trek, but even like the second half of last season of Discovery, mm-hmm. season three and going into four, um, based solely on my opinion that the way a starship should operate is like next generation. Mm-hmm. It's like I understand you have feelings. Go talk to the counselor. Do your fucking job right now, which they. They do do that, but there's like a delay, mm-hmm. and everyone and you know the crew is like, we see you, we you know we recognize that you are an important individual. I'm like, you're a fucking lieutenant. Go go to engineering and hit the buttons. You know I don't like that amount of uh, coddling in Starfleet. I mean, I, let's we could assume that this stuff exists in Starfleet. To some extent, mm-hmm. but like, let's just like forget about like being biased and saying, "Well, it's not like TNG." Like, I agree with you, Evan, but just just throw that away for a second. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like an aircraft carrier would work, right? You know, it's not like a destroyer would work, or like any ship in any military that exists right now. You know, uh, it's not right. even how a ship like in the Peace Corps probably works. You know, you need people to do their jobs 
and do it when they're supposed to do it and not linger around and people need to listen. There has to be a command structure. People have to listen to the captain. The captain has to listen to her boss, you know, and so on and so forth. So, I don't know, man. Which I do like. You talking about the command structure was actually emphasized at the end of episode three, I believe, when the Admiral was giving the analogy of, you know, the Federation's like a symphony. You play this instrument, I play this one. The president's the conductor. You know, we, we all have our parts. Uh, which I'm glad that's how, they sort that's of how reiterated. Ship is. That's how a ship should be. But that's, I agree. That's obvious, right? Like, mm-hmm. like a great a great analogy is Star Trek. Uh, which one do we watch where Picard has to, not Picard, where Kirk has to go help the Klingons? Six? The one that we watched together, Undiscovered Country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not Picard, but yes. I said Kirk. Six. No, he, he I said oh, Kirk. Yeah, okay. Kirk. I, I corrected myself. Um, was it six? Uh, I believe so. Okay, Undiscovered Country. Anyway, that one's about the yes. Klingons, and Kirk goes to help the Klingons. In the beginning of the show, Kirk, who is now reduced to captain, he's basically told, under no circumstance, no, no certain terms, yeah, you have to go help these Klingons. Sorry, bro. And Kirk doesn't like to do it. He's pissed, but he has words with his friend about it, whose idea is for him to go. But guess what? He still goes. He still does his fucking job. He doesn't like it. He eats crow the entire first half of that, that show. And then when it's time to fucking eat more crow when he didn't do the crime, he goes over there, puts himself, his head on the chopping block, and says, fuck it. I'm going to go over here, you know, and knowing that he could take an L, you know? Like, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like, this is like, you don't have, like, you're not, someone who's in charge of a multi-zillion credit starship shouldn't have to be told, I don't know what it costs, if they even have money, but, you know, someone, you know, who's in charge of a starship shouldn't have to be told that you know your fucking place, the president's in charge, and that's how it is. Like, this is silly to me. Like, I'm glad they reiterated that, I guess, for people who are watching the show. But mm-hmm. they should be able to get that content across in Burnham's, Burnham's actions and not have to tell us and Burnham how to do her job. She should know how to do her job. She should not even, when they said, this is, we're going to give them over to whatever, Burnham should be like, okay. Now, maybe she goes back to her ship and she says, she pulls uh, her number two off to the side and says, I'm a little bit peeved about this. But that's it. She shouldn't be having a conversation with the Admiral about it and telling her, like, where he's supposed to be like, well, uh, um, what do you think we should do, Burnham? Like, that's not going to happen. It's not realistic. So, I don't know, man. This show's not good. The show, but, but, you know, the thing is, this Star Trek doesn't care about how ships function. It just doesn't give a shit. It just is like, they're just like, all right, we need to just, basically what they want to do is they're going to stick their hand in your pants and then they're going to grip your cock and then try to give you a quick tug and make you come every time someone comes on the screen to cry. They're like, huh, give, me a, give me a little jizz. Huh, give me a little jizz. They're just trying to milk you. You know? The, huh, you know? They're trying to steal your precious man seed? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, I don't know. I want the show to be really good, and I'm going to keep watching because I want more Trek. And Michael has promised me that the Anson Mount one will be better, so we'll see what happens. Michael's given his word. I never said that. I promised that. Oh, Evan promised it. Yeah, yeah. 
Evan's given his word that it'll be better, so we're going to hold out for better <laughs> Trek in the future. Yep. We'll see. Now his now his cock on the chopping block. No, okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now who's getting milked? Um, okay, I'll let me insert one thing here at the end, unrelated discovery, and I'll put I'll tag it in the show notes in a second. Um, I watched He-Man Revelations Revolutions episode two or part two, which is like a three or four episode chunk. Um, I also watched Cowboy Bebop. Like I watched about sixty percent of that. I couldn't bear to watch any more of it. Um, mm. It feel, feels really bad. Um, Cowboy Bebop is fine if you don't know what Cowboy Bebop is. You might be able to sit down and enjoy it if you have no concept of what it is. If you're a fan, you're probably not going to like it. Just leave it that at that. Now you want to put that in the show notes. Um, He-Man. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So He-Man, um, when I was a kid, I watched He-Man. It was great. I loved it. Obviously, as a, like, let's say, 20-year-old, if I tried to watch it, I'd be like, oh, this is like pure cheese. It's dumb, right? Watching it as a... Watching the the remake by Kevin Smith um, is even worse just because I don't think they know what they want it to be. You know? They're... Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracting messages here. Um, I don't think they know what they want the show to be. They're just like, yeah, we're... You know, Skeletor and Evil Lynn are going to have sex one episode, and another episode they're going to have a guy with a claw in his hand, a big cartoon claw in his hand, who's going to say, I'm Clamp Champ. You know, <laughs> it's clobbering time. Like, that's the kind of shit that the, the, mood the show has. So it's kind of like, you kind of watch it, and you're like, what is this? Like, what? Like, what exactly is this show? So, I don't know, man. I want it to be... I want it to be really good, but it wasn't... Kind of depressing. Um, yeah, kind of depressing. But, yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I, I'm not going to say... A lot of people are having problems with it because of diversity. They're like, oh, there's a black character in it. And, like, okay, you're a racist. Black, like, I said this the first time, the first what, half the of the game. Yeah, they added a black character. Mm. Um I, I said it's the first time the show came out. Uh, black people exist, so I'm not upset they added a black character. Black people exist. They have one black person in the show. Whoa, boo-hoo, woe is you, okay? But I do have a problem with the fact that the power systems that dictate how the show works, they don't. it's like they don't care, you know? And, and I've said this many times. When you're like making a show or you're making a book or something like that, there have to be rules, you know. That's the problem. My problem with Star Trek. One of my problems with Discovery. There's no rules, you know. I mean, Star Trek in general has this problem, but TNG is does a better job at disguising it. When you can tell in Discovery, they don't actually care. They're just like they. It's like it's like Discovery is a parody of TNG almost. You know, like, let's say there's a, some kind of problem and they, they say, well, we can't stop this problem because of these issues. Then by the end of the show, they throw all that away and just fix the problem using a black box solution. That's mm-hmm. how Star Trek in general works. But Star Trek does a better, like most Star Trek shows do a better job of disguising the bullshit when Discovery doesn't care. And the same thing happened in He-Man. They, 
So in He-Man, there's a rule that the sorceress doesn't leave Castle Grayskull. Okay? So the sorceress dies, a new sorceress takes over, it's Tila, one of the main characters, okay, who happens to be She-Ra in canon, but they're like, ah, throw that away. So she goes into, like, the pit under Castle Grayskull to, like, give... She has to give of herself, give up her, her carnal desires and her natural life to become this entity, one with the power of Castle Grayskull. She goes into the water to become one with the power, and she... And that the rule is, once you... To get the power, you have to be dedicated to Castle Grayskull. You can't leave. That's it. The rest of your life, you cannot leave. So she says, no, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it another way. And then she fucks off. <laughs> and she gets all the power anyway. <clears throat> So, what are the rules? You know? And I wanted to ask... I wish I could ask Kevin Smith that. I'd be like, look, dude. There's some scenes in here that are okay. You emasculate the shit out of He-Man. The show's called He-Man. It's not about He-Man. I have problems with that. I don't like any of that, but fine. Whatever. You want to make it all about these female characters being cool? Okay, cool. Establish a rule set to your world and follow the rules. That's it. That's all I ask. The show doesn't do that. It's a bad show. It's obviously, you know, I'm facetiously going to say who's the show for, but it's obviously a show. The show is so old that it's not for anybody except for people my age. So people my age aren't used to seeing this He-Man they delivered, this piss-poor product. So I don't know what they're even thinking. You know what I mean? I hope they're done with it. I hope it just kill, dies. You know, I hope this is the last time they do it, and that's it. You know? He's like, they shouldn't have done it. They did a bad job. I hate it. They should yeah. feel bad. Yeah, 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 exactly. So anyway, that's that's uh, my review of He-Man Revelations <laughs> 2 there. I'll just type in here, He-Man. Um, all right, so we got nothing in game theory. Let's jump down to product review. Oh, this is mine. <laughs> so uh, someone sent me this in Instagram, and I was like, this can't be a real thing. It is. So, yeah, do you remember Futurama, the suicide booth? Mm-hmm. Um, someone's made that in uh, New Zealand, not New Zealand, Switzerland. Yeah, um, the Sarco uh, booth by Exit International, and you get in the booth, and it will uh, do you in. Yep. So Pre- yeah. I presume it's short for sarcophagus. I also had this article linked in my extras. It was like, uh, oh, you did you? Uh, okay, this will cost <laughs> you twenty five cents because that's how much the suicide booth in Futurama costs. Um, but yeah, so assisted suicide is perfectly legal in Switzerland, apparently. And uh, I believe last year there were 1,300 incidents, usually by you know injection or ingestion of a substance that will put you to sleep in a couple minutes and then a coma and then done. Which I have no problem with. I like, I support assisted suicide. If that's your choice, then... You know, maybe you can like sign up for organ donation, or there can be some benefit to it. I don't know what all the the, the processes are over there, uh, but this new Sarco booth uh, puts you out with uh, gas, I believe. It was a, it's a small gas chamber. They've got one with a lady and her pet in it. What the hell? I mean, you if you're gonna go, you're gonna take your most beloved with you, right? Jesus Christ. Mike, if you jump off the roof, you're taking your cat with you, right? Uh, probably not. 
Mm. I mean, then you're just selfish. You're a selfish dirtbag. Yeah, you're going to leave him to starve in the apartment? You know he can't open doors. I'll leave, I'll leave a 10-pound bag of food. It'll be all right. No, you let him feast on the, the remainder of Michael Blower. Mmm. So I got I to gotta do myself in, in, in the apartment then. Yeah. I see. Okay. It makes you leave a fork and knife next to your body. Yep. The cat doesn't have any thumbs. He'll figure it out. He'll nip at you. He'll nip at you. Evolve to, or die. Get to those soft, good parts. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes. The eyes. That's right. The delicious jellies inside. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Go out with style with the sarco sarco box here. Kind of silly. Um, okay. Uh, next up, we got the yum update. What do we got here, Michael? Uh, that well, is actually mine. Okay. Uh, and this is something nobody asked for, but is apparently not bad. Um, Arby's flavored vodka for their french fries. Dude, I tried to buy this. Did you? Well, I went to their website, and of course, the, the, where they sell it, and of course, it's all oh, sold out. Right? Yeah. May, I mean, maybe you can, um, I don't know if there's, if you can buy alcohol on eBay, or th- there's probably a way for you to get some of this. To obtain it in some yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently, I mean, it has the, especially the curly fry version definitely has the essence enhanced with the paprika and cayenne of Arby's curly fries and, and allegedly makes a damn fine Bloody Mary. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to yep. see if we can get our, hand, our grubby little hands on this. Yep. Apparently it's actually made by a distillery in Minneapolis. A craft distillery. Mm-hmm. Have to, oh, let's check the website. I'm sure they can see. Maybe you can buy it. They, <laughs> they buy Arby's french fries. Boil them. Oh. Put, <laughs> put put the dregs in uh, in Burnett's vodka, and uh, put it in a, a five gallon painter's bucket for a year to Jesus to to age. They pour it through some coffee filters. Arby's vodka dot com. Yep. And strain out the mess. Yep. Yuck. Fifty nine ninety nine sold out. Yeah, I'm sure this. I'm sure there will be no restocking. You know, at least for a while. Yeah. Maybe it's seasonal, but uh, who knows? So I have, two, yeah. I have two links in there: one to the article, and then in the parentheses, a review is a uh, YouTuber tried them for himself, so oh, wow. anyone can go nice. watch. Okay, cool. All right, Michael. Cool. Uh, this is obviously you right here. In local news. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, something for more for James and I than Evan. Although Evan, you know, you might be coming back this way at some point. So uh, there's going to be a Japanese supermarket opening in Rockville. That is so perfect. It's called Ibisu Life. <clears throat> it's opening at 836 Rockville Pike. Uh, apparently that used to be Shaw and Patel Grocery. Huh. It's next door to a place called Mattress Frame. Uh, Ibisu Life already has locations in New York City and Aurora, Colorado. Okay. Nice. So Weird. it says here they're going to have uh, imported groceries and snacks. They're also going to have health and beauty products and other goods from Japan. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Nice. I'm down. I'm with it. 
You know, right. it's like Korean corner, but Japonais. Yep. All Although right. half the stuff in Korean corner, I think, is from Japan. But you know, that's, yeah. that's fine. All right. Uh, next up, this is, I guess, about our time at Honey Honey Pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so yeah. I alluded to yesterday that after we went furniture shopping, we went to have a meal, and we had lunch, but it was probably one thirty or 2 o'clock, I don't remember what time it was, but we were in the little shopping center in Rockville where uh, Levitt's used to be a million years ago, then it was a sticks and stuff, and uh, Sports Authority was over there, mm-hmm. you know, all that, right? So that shopping center, there's a giant there. <clears throat> there's That's a, a good honey... giant. That's a gourmet giant. It yes, it was. I don't see it branded that anymore. But uh, yeah, that used to be the gourmet giant. That's where we used to go get our pate, Evan. But now they sell it right here at the giant here. So it's whatever, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at this shopping center, there's a honey pig, and I was like, damn, I've been meaning to go here forever, right? So we came out of the store, and they're like, "Let's go to Kava." I guess they, I guess our friend had that on her brain. She was like, "Oh, let's go to Kava. That'll be good, right?" Which I'm sure it would have been fine. But I was like, "Ah, let's hit up Honey Pig." You know, we haven't been there. I've never, I've been there in years, and I've never been to this one. You know, so I was like, "Let's check it out." They're like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go." So we go. So a we fucked up because. You know, Honey Pig is a, for those of you who don't know, it's an all-you-can-eat uh, Korean barbecue-type place. Um, so it's eating and eating and eating, you know. And we had a birthday dinner scheduled for later that day. Yeah. So we fucked up in that regard, but that's okay. It all worked out in the end. But... Uh, James and Claudia and me to some extent were not uh, super pleased with the surface mm. at this location. So the the wait staff seemed surly, um, <laughs> to, to put it mildly. <laughs> um, and I even said to James, I was like, "Man, they're looking at us like this whole y'all you can eat thing was our idea." Like, what the fuck? This is their idea. Like, I didn't invent this and say, let's come on, you know, and then hire a bunch of Asian people and say, let's do this, you know, like, it's like, what the fuck? So I don't get what they're fucking getting bent out of shape about, you know, we didn't even order that much stuff, to be honest with you. Like, you know, there's like 12 things you could order off the menu. Mm-hmm. And I probably, we probably ended up, lot. we probably ended up ordering four or five things. Now, are there That's 12 it. possible meats or total that, things? 12 possible... you can possible... get, like, side dishes and whatnot, I assume. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. 12 possible meat, main meat dishes that you can okay. order. And we probably ordered, like, five max. Maybe six. Yeah. Doubt it. Maybe they but resent the fact we that five. traditionally they are supposed to cook the food for you. So they're like... That's what they were doing. You know, they wouldn't let us cook the food. Right. Okay. They kept walking away with the damn tongs. <laughs> That'd be great. Like I couldn't wait, man. You come out of there with all your fingers bandaged, dude. 
They the problem is they they cook shrimp and of course the shrimp are all with their heads and everything on right. Uh huh. And they they like forgot about us or they didn't care or whatever. So the shit was like burning. Yeah, it was way overcooked. The f- you know? the, the, the shrimp shell fused to the meat. Ah. Uh, the shrimp making the shrimp. I mean the shrimp was unmanageable and un- inedible. Michael forced down the the lion's share of it. I don't know how he ate it. I fought with three of them, and I was like, this is fucking, fuck this. Like, this is fucking stupid. As soon as I saw the, I'll be honest with you. As soon as I saw the lady dump all the shrimps with the shells on, on there, I was like, this is going to suck. Because I know, because <laughs> yeah. look, I don't care what you say. A shrimp shell is like a fucking thermos. I don't know what it is about shrimp shells, but they retain heat like a motherfucker. And as soon as I saw it go on that fucking thing, the fucking griddle's burning. There's smoke in my fucking face. I'm coughing every 15 seconds with the fucking smoke in my throat. And the shells are just fucking roasting. And I'm like, oh my god, bro. Anybody who's cooked a shrimp knows shrimp takes like fucking two minutes per side to cook. Like it's literally nothing to cook a shrimp. Dude, they left it like five minutes, ten minutes per side. The shrimps are fucking annihilated. Like, it's just, ugh, they're tough, rubbery. They taste like peanuts for some reason. I was just mm. like, yo, I can't, man, with this. I can't. Were they marinated in peanut oil? I have no idea. Perhaps. You should leave a bad Yelp review. I did. Good. But there's a shit ton of bad reviews up there. A shit ton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully but, but, like, at least location, though. At least two reviews said, I wish I could leave zero stars. <laughs> Um, yeah, it probably is, the one is in just Northern that Virginia, Really good. Yeah, I mean, this one had five star reviews too. In the, uh, I'm sure other times it's really nice. I think we just have bad. We had a bad staff time because the food, besides the shrimp, the food was fine. I mean, Michael, did you find the food bad? Not at all. Yeah, the food was good. It was. It was all good. The yeah. shrimp was extremely like blah, but that was because it was overcooked and all the heads and shit were on. It's fucking gross. De- not deveined. Yeah. It's like, it's like whatever. I always, I always forget. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, they fucking leave everything on on these places. So I got to remember now, just don't even bother because yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed by having to, you know, clean the shrimp because I'm lazy. But, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I mean, other than that, yeah, the, everything everything else we ordered was quite good, you know. Had some bulgogi, some spicy pork belly. Nice. Some... Uh, you know, what else? Some kind of rib, L.A. Mm-hmm. beef rib thing, whatever that was. You know, we had this, we had that. short ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was all very good, you know, honestly. It was just, they looked at us like like we were nothing. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> and James asked, us, asked them for new plates after we dealt with all the shrimp. And like our plates were overflowing with fucking shrimp shells and shit. Yeah. And I didn't really catch this, but apparently James said the woman looked at him like he, like he said, "Can you go fuck yourself, please?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and he just said, "Can we please have some new plates?" <laughs> yeah, we're sitting there like, with a fucking like shell, a shell graveyard, a fucking turtle shell graveyard all around. All the plates are a mess, and you know, if you go to one of these places, they give you. I'm gonna just call them tapas. I don't know what they're called. They give you all Long this time. Korean, yeah. They give you all these Korean little pieces. So you get uh, fucking, what's it called, Michael? Kimchi. Kimchi, 
I know you just said this. Kimchi, Some you get the, the pickled, pickled stuff. Vegetables. You get the fucking tofu. Tofu Dude, thing, whatever. Me yeah. and me and me and what's Clark? They gave us barely like a barely any in the first place. We shared what we had, and it was gone. And we're still eating, and they won't bring us any more. Like you gotta ask. Like, bro, just look. The only person who was on, and I put this in the fucking comment. I was like, the only person who was on their game was the fucking busboy, the guy who brought water. Every time my water was low, my water was filled again. I barely had to be like, where's water? It was always there. But that was just some fucking Spanish guy busboy, not any of the fucking Korean waitstaff who were like, this is the pride of their country and all this bullshit. Like, just, you know, fuck off, dude. This is ridiculous. He's like, I'm going back on Tuesday. Huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, though, Evan, I was surprised we went in there and there was no weight, which was mm-hmm. nice. You go to Iron Age... You're probably going to wait <laughs> to get a table. For good well, reason. Mike, for a reason, yeah. I guess so. I guess so. <clears throat> Although I did go to the Iron Age in D.C. of all places probably a couple months ago, and I did not have to wait there. So, But that was also in the middle of the day. It wasn't at like 7 p.m. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was our adventure of Honey Pig. Um, Glad you had a good time. And then then we went to go eat. Well, James likes to have something to complain about, so he's in. You know, he's in the hog heaven. Um, Get it, Honey Pig, (laughs) hog heaven. Uh, So after that, we parted ways. I actually ended up going to get my oil changed. Because my car has been needing it, and I've been meaning to like go get it changed, and I kept forgetting, and I didn't have time, and this and that, and I was finally like, fuck it, I think I have time now, let me just go. And I just go to the place where you just drive in, and they do it while you sit in the car, you know, in Kensington. Uh, you put a lot of trust in those folks. <laughs> Evan's like, I only take my shit to the Volkswagen dealership. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have a brand new car, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so anyway, so, yeah, so they've been, uh, well, that's where I've been taking it the last, like, five, six, seven years, I don't know, but, but uh, these days I only get my oil changed, like, once or twice a year, so. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sure they do a fine job. I was just, in my head, I was, like, one of the most vital components, uh, or items of maintenance in your vehicle. Let, let me have it done as fast as possible. Yep. It's an inconvenience. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I had that. I got there around four, four o five. Had to wait, but by four forty five, I was pulling out of that place. So, not bad, all, all told. Mm-hmm. And they they uh, told me that one of my rear brake lights was out, so they replaced it. Nice. That could save you a ticket. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you always want to replace it? I was like, absolutely. Yep. So you so. trying to fucking upsell me? I know <laughs> okay. your game. So was there was there something more food related, or we just you put on a hat after that? What happened next? What's, what's going on, James? What what's your? I want Michael to get right where now. he's going. About I want him to get about, where he's going. <laughs> about well, ten minutes like in, ago, James, you just got like really irritable. What's going then on? Then I then I saw a ham sandwich and uh, you just have handsome. to take your shit. Is that what's going on? No, there's I, something else. Have There's we reached the limit? Is one hour and 30 minutes the limit? No, no, it's not the limit. 
<sighs> okay, well, I, I wanted to the get two to... and a half hours we were dicking around before the show. I wanted to get to your birthday dinner. Okay, yeah, let's go let's there. Let's get to that. Um, what did you think of that? Oh, it was great. It was great. Tacos. Yeah. So good quality meat. I can yep. live without corn tortillas ever again. And I think I was in the rudest way possible trying to make that point. I was like, so what is it with Central Americans and corn tortillas? Like, we all realize it's a it's a a less adequate tortilla, right? And they were like, well, you know, uh, people uh, don't have money, so they're using corn. Uh, we don't have. I was like, okay, but we're here now, right? Like, we don't have to have corn tortillas, right? Like, we can have flour. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate corn tortillas. I hate them with a passion. I don't dislike them if they receive the proper treatment, which, in my opinion, is a a quick dip in some beef-based tomato-accented sauce. You get a quick dip. It's kind of a wet taco, but, you I mean, they're presumably small, so you eat them in a couple bites. So they, so, so they knew what they were doing. Like, Lydia, the person who made the meal for me, knew what she was doing. The, 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 the corn tortillas were soft and pliable. I mean, not mm-hmm. on the level of, like, a flour tortilla, but they were, they were decently, everything was amazingly presented and amazingly prepared. There's no question in my mind. I made I made leftovers, breakfast out of leftovers today. It was phenomenal, you know. Um, there's no question, and I'm grateful for the for the dinner. Uh, I just hate corn tortillas, um, <laughs> but other than that, it was fine. It was it was good. It was good. Like we always have good laughs, good times. Michael was there. We had fucking a ton of great laughs. I always have a good laugh when I'm with them. So it was fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. myself. Are you able to get any recipes that were used? In the, no uh, preparation. I want to ask her what she how she prepared the meat because she made the meat and she made this uh, and I'm calling it cilantro limes, but I don't know what it was. It was like a salsa, but really finely chopped, mm-hmm. super tasty, man. I don't know what it was. I got two bags of it in the refrigerator though, nice. and I'm gonna put that on everything for the next couple of days. So good. Nice. Yeah. Now she she'll tell you. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see sure why she, she wouldn't. I'm sure she will. She told me how to make whatever sandwich she made me that one time. That was fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. What was it? Um, like fucking one of those. So it's like ciabatta bread, right? Uh-huh. So it was that, like, with avocado on it and fucking pork and this and that. Mm-hmm. It was fucking good, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Okay. I have it all written down somewhere. But, you know, put it in the toaster oven for blah and whatever, you know. It's good. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, that's all I had about James's birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's it, James. That's it for food. We're done. Perfect. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Evan, you got anything for extras? I thought you had something, but you said you don't. Uh, my extras you? article was the uh, suicide booth, so oh, I, right. I just okay, deleted right. mine. Okay. But there, there seems to be one or two more brief food topics from yeah, Mike. Michael's. Michael's got a few a few goodies here. What do we got, Michael? Well, okay, I put a link here. Now this is to Walmart.com, but your favorite store you can get anywhere. Yeah, right, exactly. But uh, Bumblebee. So this is exactly what I was talking about. Bumblebee uh, smoked oysters. So Bumble this is what you? I. This is what I. Yeah, same company, but you know, they make the oysters that I buy also. They are a seafood concern. No. A purveyor? No, I, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they are. But 
Yeah. Um, and actually, oceanic protein. So I just put a link in there so you guys can see that. But actually, I wanted to show you, Evan, um, and I put a link in here. The next link is actually to the Bumblebee salmon, uh, salmon products. Okay, yep. and I guess we could find the hardwood smoked oysters on this site too. But so if you click on this, and it'll take you down to the first set of cans here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you see the the red salmon one. So that's the one. That one and the pink salmon over here, the green. Um, those are the ones that are usually. Um, that's the one where you like you open it. You're like this thing's full of bones, and you you right. know throw it away. Okay. Yep. I <laughs> right. I did. You that. throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> I did that once before I realized the purpose of them. I have not bought any since, but I accept their existence now. Okay. Well. <laughs> Having said that, I was at Giant. I said I was at Giant and I bought a bunch of stuff, not really that much stuff, and it was quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And one of them was that first can listed there that is new. I had not seen that before. I picked one of those up. It's it's the red salmon, but mm-hmm. skinless and boneless. Mm-hmm. But as you can see, it's quite a small can. I mean, it I is, would say it's a normal size can. It's the, for, it's the size for one of a meal. That's it's the like size $4. of a standard tuna can. This was six dollars and forty nine cents. That's excessive. Although I right. guess that speaks to you know various shortages. But I mean, I think a like a, well, a good price for that would be like three fifty. The can of red salmon next to it is probably five or six dollars. Okay, but it's it's forty five percent bone, bone and spinal column. So you know it's it's a trade off. If you get if you get a tall can of red salmon, which is honestly what you would normally buy, right? I mean, you could buy one of these smaller ones if you want, but normally if you're making sandwiches and whatever, you would buy one of the taller cans. Um, that's usually between nine and eleven dollars for mm-hmm. one tall can. You know, so <clears throat> so this boneless and skinless one for six forty nine. Yes, it is quite expensive, relatively speaking. Um, I did not crack it open yet, but um, yeah, I just uh, obviously this must be a new product. And no. for some reason, I don't know why they do this sometimes, but this mm-hmm. one, and then if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the other one, Atlantic salmon. These are for some reason upside down, and I don't know why. Um, so see here, I, I don't know if you can't really see, but I'm showing you the can here. Yeah. And see, like, this is like, that's the bottom. Yep. Really. And see, this is, see, that's the way you open it. You know? So I don't know why they do that, but on uh, some of I these. I don't know. Um, uh, do you have a definite affinity for red salmon over pink salmon? Yes. Okay. Well, never mind then. It is the superior, the superior meat. No, okay. the superior fish. I was going to suggest checking out your local Costco mm-hmm. because they probably have canned salmon as well. But a quick search on their website only yielded a six pack of six ounce pink salmon. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if you buy like this can, like you see this this can here that says. This orange one that says skinless and boneless pink salmon. Yeah. So you buy that. That's like buying a can of tuna. That's like right. buying a can of like uh, like the regular like you know solid white albacore tuna. Uh huh. It's very similar, and you even open it, you're gonna be like, oh, this is like tuna. I mean, it looks the same. You know, 
there's not much difference. Let me uh, let me ask a quick question about this. Mm-hmm. What is uh, I know there's preparation reasons why you one might use canned salmon, but besides like I want to make a weird salmon casserole that involves a canned product. Why would you buy canned salmon? Why not just buy salmon and then cook it? Um, I mean, Same availability reason. is one thing. Freshness is another. And that's like saying, why wouldn't you just go to the store and buy green beans when you could just have a can of green beans in your cupboard? I mean, there's only there's only there's only there's only nothing but downsides with canned products. I don't buy any. If I'm buying vegetables, I don't buy canned products. I don't buy canned vegetables. I would never buy canned green beans. Now that might be just a, a James thing, right? Like, there's a lot of sodium Could in be. canned products, but Could be. Yes, and you I, are now obsessed with sodium. So, I will point yes. out a personal point of, of uh, canned privilege. Most of the sodium resides in the liquid, so as long as you drain and rinse, you're fine. I guess that's true. Um, also. I don't know the price difference between canned versus fresh, if there is one. Is I mean, canned gotta be, more expensive? Is fresh more expensive? But there's got to be an advantage. More expensive? Expensive? There's uh, got to be an advantage to fresh over canned. I mean, yeah. fresh is fresh is obviously better than canned, right? Like Also, I, I, convenience. You can keep this you know, shelf-stable for at least a while. You can open a portion. You don't have to keep, you know, you don't have to worry about thawing a salmon fillet to cook. So, I don't know. That's true. There are those advantages. Definitely those advantages. Keeping it for a long time. Yeah. I am interested in the uh, smoke-flavored salmon fillets. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, I had not seen that before. You mean this weird this weird flat can? Smoke-flavored yes. coho salmon? Yeah, I've not seen that, so that's interesting. I'll have to keep my eye my eyes peeled for that. Or we'll have to order it off of a Walmart.com. No I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Evan, I told you, right? I found the Walmart here. No. Oh yeah. Just Is go down Georgia Square? Avenue. No, in DC, right here. Oh oh okay. Yeah. So what is Coho <laughs> salmon? I'm looking at that now. What is this? Don't know. Is Coho Honestly, special? Honestly, I think it's a a uh, sort of like it's a cheap salmon. Let's check like a farm. Let's click on it. Farm bread or some shit like that. It's like you know how all how dogs evolved from wolves and everything, and then there's there's like huskies and akitas and stuff like yeah, that's a real yeah. fucking dog. That's a high quality dog. Well, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. If Mike's doing the correct research, that coho salmon is like is like the pug. You're like, oh, how? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, jeez. Mm. They just they just had to get ground up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, what is coho salmon? Medium red salmon, soybean oil, water, smoke flavor, salt, color added. How wonderful. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I wish they used a better oil, but I'm not surprised. I'll, I'll, I would try it once. No, but so you know it's when a, they... It's a different species of salmon. So there's all these different species, right? There's sockeye... There's blah, there's whatever. This is another one. Coho yeah. salmon's a different, another different one. Yeah, but it's it's the color added that that tells you a lot about it, because True. red, when salmon is red, it's because of their diet. So this tells you that they're not eating what normal salmon oh, yeah, are eating. This is for sure, trash eating, fish. Yeah, they're eating like 
seed or whatever, you know. But I've eaten much worse in this. Oh, you know, yeah. It's a new product. I'm a white chuffy shopper. <laughs> white orange chuffy, whatever they call orange it. Orange roughy. Yeah, it's just straight, a straight trash fish. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want to gaze upon that in the wild. No. <laughs> that's going to ruin your, your, that's gonna ruin your seafood diet for life. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. We need, if we need to, if if this compound plan ever pans out, we definitely need a high quality uh, aquaculture uh, system. Yeah, absolutely sure. Or at least a really nice pond for some bass or something. Or bear, we'll raise barramundi. That's barramundi. Oh god. They take a while, but that's a good fish. Apparently, I'm not familiar with barramundi. It's popular in Southeast Asia. Again, in the aqua, in the uh, aquaculture circles, you know, wouldn't expect you to know much about it. Hmm. Okay, keep it up. Nothing I'm saying is wrong, Mike. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> so keep up the good work, motherfucker. Yes. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got our smoked oysters. We got mm-hmm. our salmon. Salmons. And now we have our Star Trek deleted scene. No need to click on that right now, obviously. But if you want to look at some, want to watch Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, then be like, why is why does that not make sense? Like, what's going on? Like, go back and watch this link. Or just search on YouTube, Star Trek II deleted scenes. Or deleted scene, and you will get the answer. Perfect. And be like, oh, okay. And I'll be honest with you, I did not know about that until maybe like three or four years ago, they were doing a special screening of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, one of those like one night only kind of things at the movie theater from that, was it Fathom? Fathom Events? Yeah. And they did a whole like interview with somebody before the movie. And then they were like, we're going to show a special version of the movie with these added scenes back in. And they so they had these scenes, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, this is wild." I was like, "I've never seen this. What the fuck, you know?" So, so there you go. Perfect. <clears throat> yep. So let's see. James has Pure Flix. Yeah. So we got here uh, Pure Flix. This is a video. It's just a video to watch. It's by uh, this British guy. Um, What's it called? I forget what the name of the video is, the video series, but basically he reviews wacky shit. Okay, so if you double, if you hold on that, there's a picture of a person's face and it says Christians only Netflix. That guy's, that guy is David R, uh, David A.R. something or other. Um, hold on, I'll tell you. Give me one second. David A.R. White. David A.R. White. He's the co-founder and creator of Pure Flix. He also stars and directs in a bunch of his own movies. And he's like, honestly, look, I'm sure, I don't know if this is going to get us. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to play this. We're probably going to get dinged on it, but I don't care. Uh, Let's share the screen here. Because, you know, this is like... Share system audio. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so what we have here is this is Beckham. 
Okay, <laughs> a pure flicks movie. Again, cheat God. He knows who you are. He knows what you've done. That person you were before, that person has to die. You are a good preacher and a good man. God will turn this around. You will see. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know I'm not supposed to come here. I'm in trouble. What's your name? Tabitha. This is new for both of us. You being a daughter, me a dad. It's weird, right? I'll never hurt you. Heard that before, you know. Hey, what is this? That's his actual shower, I guess. Broke my heart when you left. Don't touch me. We must finish what we started. No. You won't get away with this? What, preacher? What are you gonna do? Mr. Baker. It's basically a shitty... Alright, that's enough of this. It's basically a shitty... Um... This is Taken. a Christian film? Yeah. Nice. Uh, what's it? What'd you say, Evan? Taken. Well, not Taken. They're gonna kill her. Tooken? Um, it's called, uh, you oh, know, with John, John Wick. Took. It's a shitty John oh, Wick. Oh, okay. It's a Jesus John Wick. It's a, I'm gonna kill you in the name of the Lord. Justice is mine. He who giveth thee taketh thee away. Or you know whatever bullshit. Dude, you know? Oh my god, we have to watch this movie. Like I do, I do want to watch it. <laughs> we can and watch it. I, it sounds like Passion the of the end. Christ too. Crucify this. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I hope before the end scene slaughter, he itch, they show him like clutching his. I was about to say menorah, clutching his fucking prayer beads and cross. Be like. Lord, please forgive me for the sins I'm about to commit. Dude, it wouldn't surprise me that's in this movie. That's why yeah. we need to watch it. It's yeah. up on YouTube for buy and rent. We can we can definitely go watch it. Yeah, so Cynical mm. Snacks does a whole thing on it. He does mm. a video on it called The Christian John Wick Ripoff Nobody Wanted. Um, I'll link that in here, too, if anybody wants to see that as well. Awesome. I'll link that, too. Maybe that um, should be one of our... Uh... Star Trek movie nights, but you know a different... we can work that in. Yeah, but yeah, so I thought that'd be fun. Uh, definitely check it out. Oh god, I've done something weird here. You know what we didn't watch this past season, and maybe we should have. Thanks, Killing. Pass. No. Yeah, miss- uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, no. Not Thanks Killing Three, right. but Thanks or Killing. Two, because they destroyed all those. Right. It's fucking horrible. The whole Thanks Killing thing is absolutely ridiculous. If you guys uh, don't know what that is, then I don't know. We talk about it on a, on a previous show, and uh, it's just go Google it. Honestly. Um. All right. Anyway, uh, any alibis? Any leftover bits? Any butt bits and bobs? Nope. Dad Savage. Dad Savage. Still need to watch that. True that. Um, okay, so, uh, as usual, I'll close out the show here. If you want to get in contact with us, all our links, everything you need to know about the show is on aislepanelpodcast.com. Um, on the right-hand side of the page is links to all the show Places where you can get to the show. Uh, our Discord link is there. We discussed that earlier. Uh, down there on the bottom side of it. 
Uh, there's Patreon, Amazon affiliate link, our YouTube page where all the videos are found. And obviously, if you go to the YouTube, if you go to our website, go to iPadlePodcast.com, when you click on the link to see to see the episode, for instance, the last episode is up here, Dangerous Hispanic Women, and there's a there's a link to the audio podcast and the video. Okay, so um, definitely worth your time. Uh, there's all the other goodies are there for you. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Twitter, Instagram, it's all there. Uh, so help yourself to that. Um, we will be back next week with another show. I think we're going to get back to our normal schedule of three on and one off, probably. So maybe we'll do two more episodes, and then we'll be off one week. So, uh, But feel free to email us um, at... Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. I was looking for I was looking for it on the website. I was like, where is it? <laughs> feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Feel free to email us. That goes to all of our emails, emails, and we are normally reply pretty quickly. Uh, and I think you can comment on the website too, but you're gonna get mixed in with a bunch of Russians and bots, so you probably won't get anything there. So just email us, okay? Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. All right. Thank you very much as always. It's been a pleasure doing the show for you guys, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. I'm James, and for the rest of the crew, we're out. We're looking out for the opposition, we don't do this for mass appeal mm, Don't make me blast still, I put on work, no fly to mirror They want me to lose, but I can't, mama shed like a thousand tears mama. I can't be that shit to waste, I pull up in Mercedes Next year you gon' see me pull up in the race All I know ball hard, mama told me, boy, make sure you tie up your lace hey. When I was down by, boy, I got on my knees, I started to pray Now I'm breaking bread with my young Betty Wiz, he was a part of the game no. Now he getting paid every single day Yeah, I was hustling, I could turn an 8 to a 28 Let me show you, 12 they can kiss my ear. Yeah, see them lights, but you know I got the strap. Go right up now, he getting paid every single day. Yeah, I was hustling, I could turn an eight to a 28. Let me show you. 12, they can kiss my ear. Yeah, see them lights, but you know I got the strap. Go right up, push the. Rhyming is pivotal. Homie, the dash is digital. Gas residual. Fire smoke like I'm leading a ritual. You bet my cash is long. I hit the gas, I'm gone. Riding my wave. I've been here stuck in my zone. I'm gonna blast them all. Sliding on faith. I've been out finding my ways. Grinding for days. I've been out shining the hate. All of y'all wanted for praise. Stuck in a phase. Let it and turn it ablaze. Yeah. Homie, you don't want to race. Nah. Better to stick to your place. Yeah. Want it all, I got a taste. You push on the pedal, now I got a skate. Yeah. All I ever know. Put me on this throne. Pinnacle. Push my buttons and that motherfucker. What you know? What you, what you own? Push it and I Zone, sonic booms for the f***ing room Run it till the tomb with my coons Motherfuckin' fumes Y'all know what it do with the crew When we coming through Y'all know better move, make it fast See no second chance, coming for your ass Turn to ash, burning rubber Now I'm better push the gas like